Welcome to the Rock Ag Podcast. This is your host, Garrett Coffey, Ag and Natural Resource Agent for the University of Kentucky in Rockcastle County. Today we will be joined by Dr. Rick Besson, Extension Entomologist, to discuss fall invaders such as lady Asian beetles and brown marmorated stink bugs and talk about how that we can control those once we have those in our home and also more importantly, how to prevent those insects from coming into our home in the fall. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Besson. Um, I have decided that with the fall we've had, uh, myself personally, I've seen several of our invaders that invade our home in the fall, some ladybugs, some brown marmorated stink bugs, uh, a few things like that. So I thought it would be a good idea to get you on today and talk about why we're seeing them and just kind of go through what to do with them and that kind of thing. First question I would like to ask is, why do we see these in the fall? Okay, uh, and, and what we're talking about these, you know, the two most common ones that we see coming into the home in the fall would be the brown marmorated stink bug, so that big brown stink bug, and then uh, several weeks later we see the Asian lady beetle comes into the home. So the, the, those are the two. Now why are they coming into our homes? The reason is they're looking for a sheltered place to spend the winter, a sheltered slash protected place to spend the winter. So you know our homes are, are sheltered, they're, they're generally nice and warm, they're not going to get uh, uh, frozen and, and things like that. So they're real good places. Now one thing they found with the brown marmorate stink bug is uh, its natural place to look for shelter during the winter would be some of these uh, dead uh, tree trunks. You know, the, these uh, standing dead trees and the logs on the ground, you peel the bark back and you can find the stink bugs. They've actually trained dogs to go out and look for the stink bugs and, and those are the locations that they're looking for and our houses are a nice substitute for them. So they're looking for places to spend the winter. Okay. So, you know, I, I think a lot of times we see them in attics and, and kind of getting into that insulation, those warm attics, I think, and, and you see them coming down through light fixtures and that kind of thing. So I guess that's why we're seeing them is that they're, they're looking for those warm places to stay. Are they, are they going dormant in that situation? Sort of. Okay. In that, you know, when, when they get into the home, uh, you know, the brown marmorated stink bug, the, the, they actually have a, a chemical scent. And, and they gather, they, they, they sit in clusters. And so, you know, it could be a cluster in someone's air conditioner in their window. It could be behind a book on a bookshelf. You, you pull the book back and you find 25 or 30 stink bugs there. Um, we, we've seen them, you know, in masses in people's chimneys where they come down the chimney, uh, but, but uh, they cluster up. But once they do that, what I've seen in, in about midwinter, they start to become more active in the house. You know, some of their, their food reserves in their body are starting uh, to diminish, get worn down. Um, I start to see them flying around. I, I happen to have a house, I'm blessed with a house that the stink bugs love. So I see about 3,000 stink bugs a winter <laughs> in my house. And so I it's given me a lot of experience with how, how they behave. And about midwinter, I start to see them get more active. They go to house plants in the house. They start flying to windows. They fly to uh, lights in the living room when we're trying to read a book or something like that. But about midwinter, they get more active. 
Okay. Um, so it, it, they, they are sort of dormant, but they do get, their activity increases on warm days. Okay. So the main thing is, is that when you see these, are they doing any damage to our houses? Are they doing any damage to us? You know, do they bite? Do they sting? Are they eating our wood? Are they doing termite damage? What, what are they doing in there? Okay. You know, uh, l let me answer that in terms of the good and the bad with these guys. Okay. The good is they're not breeding in the, in the house. For the most part, they're not doing any feeding in the house. So they're, they're not ruining wood. They're, they're not like termites. Uh, they're not getting into the foods in your pantry. Uh, they're not producing young and breeding. They're, they're just surviving in your house. And so that's a good thing. Now, the invaders we have do not have stingers. So they're, they're not like uh, wasps and bees and, and they don't have venom like uh, spiders and things like that. Uh, I made the mistake years ago. I told people, don't worry about the Asian lady beetle, it doesn't bite. And uh, I got a number of uh, phone calls about that. <laughs> so they, they do bite, but it's more like, you know, I just landed on something I'm going to taste to see if I like it. And so they, they, they may pinch you a little bit with their bite, but it, it's not like they're, they're feeding and, and it's not like a mosquito bite or something like that. But yeah, they, they, they will taste things that they land on. They're, I have to say they're just stupid insects. Oh, right, so. right. Okay. So after I've worked in extension for several years and I was in ag sales prior to that, is that uh, I could almost mark my calendar by this time of year that I get these calls and go, how can I get rid of these stink bugs? How can I get rid of these ladybugs? What can I do for them? And most of the time what they're looking for is a pesticide that they can spray uh, to take care of that. But I think that that's kind of a, a touchy subject and really not very effective, I think. So kind of talk about how can we get rid of them uh, and then we'll move on to how we can prevent them uh, okay. on the next one. Okay, well, you know, in, you know, yeah, there's two different things. One, you got them in your house, you gotta deal with them. The other is, okay, I've had problems in the past, how do I prevent the problems in the future? Right. Now, when it comes to pesticides, we do recommend pesticides for people that have had problems in the past. And those tend to be the barrier things to, to help them from getting into the house to begin with. But once they're in the house, let's say you got a, a 500 of them in a mass up in your attic, the last thing you wanna do is kill them with a pesticide. And the reason is you kill them, they fall down and they're dead. You think, great, that solved that problem. But then you start to get carpet beetles and, and flies that move in to start feed on, feeding on those carcasses and it creates other problems. When you kill bugs and you leave them in your house, that can create additional problems. You know, if they get into the wall void and die there, you can end up with other insect problems in the house. And so we, we try and recommend against spraying them with pesticides in the house. What we do recommend is if you have them in the house, find a vacuum cleaner, get, get uh, and, and, you know, suck them up with the vacuum cleaner. Uh, People are worried, you know, they have to go through lots of uh, vacuum cleaner bags. The, the, the trick is you put a, a piece of pantyhose in the throat of the vacuum cleaner. So when you suck them up, they end up in that net. And then you can just dispose of that net and you don't have to go through all the, the bags with your vacuum cleaner. Uh, one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to try and sweep them up. So the lady beetles, 
and the stink bugs. Uh, lady beetles have reflex bleeding. If you touch them, they tend to ooze this yellowish brown fluid. Uh, the stink bugs, if you step on them, uh, they, they, they will squish this yellow brownish fluid. And so they stain, they stink. Uh, so the best thing to do, if you see them in the house, vacuum them up. Uh, and then start to think about, okay, I've had these problems this, this past year, or these past few years, what can I do to prevent that in the future? Okay. One thing that you mentioned, um, like the great idea about the pantyhose and the vacuum cleaner too, that's great. I, I'd never thought of that before. So that's really good. Um, one other thing is, is that you mentioned a while ago that you have a house that stink bugs love. So why do they like your house, but they don't like your neighbor's house? Why is that? Oh, I don't know. Well, one thing is, uh, I guess I'm an amateur horticulturist. And so I, I have a small orchard in my yard, which is the food for these stink bugs during the year. So, you know, I have apple trees, peach trees, pear trees, all these things. I got a big vegetable garden in the backyard. They, they like that. Uh, I don't spray a lot in my yard being an entomologist. And then in the fall, you know, I got the red bud trees and all these other trees that they can go to and feed on those seeds. I think I, I just, um, for stink bugs, my yard is probably the Garden of Eden. Okay, I understand. So it's more about your habitat that you live in as opposed to your house. Yeah, yeah, my house just happens to be there. Yeah, they're, they're not attracted to uh, wood siding or white vinyl siding or anything like that. It's more kind of where your house is. Yeah, but, but uh, there is one thing. Uh, they, they tend to get on the house late in the afternoon. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, three, four, five, six, right up until the sun goes down. And houses that have more southwest exposure where they get that direct sunlight in the afternoon are also going to have more of the stink bugs. Okay. Okay. Very good. So how can we prevent these stink bugs from coming in? Okay. Well, um, first thing I want to say is it doesn't matter what you do if you get it on late. So all these preventive practices have to be on before they start their movement into our, our homes. So with the, give me a time on that. Okay, with the brown marmorated stink bug, since I have this home that I've been following them for years, <laughs> it's about the uh, 1st of September that they start moving into the home. Uh, then uh, the uh, Asian lady beetle, it's about mid-October when okay. they come in. Okay. So what so, you're saying is, is this is a good summer project to start doing these preventative measures. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, and then you need to be ready for them to move in by the 1st of September. Okay. You know, if you get it on the 15th of September, it doesn't matter what you do because they're already in the house. They're already there. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the best treatments don't work if you don't get them up on time. Okay. So and, and go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, what they can do for, for prevention, there's a few things. One, one is uh, what we call pest-proofing homes, making sure uh, cracks and crevices are sealed around the home. You know, putting up hardware cloth, you know, where you have ventilators to the attic and, and things like that. Uh, sealing windows and making sure the window screens are good. 
that you've caulked properly around the windows and doors. Uh, we need to seal all those entry points coming into the house. Both the lady beetle and the stink bug like, or like entering the home higher up on the home. So think about places where they can get in up under the eaves, you know, around the attic. Uh, if you have a second floor home, those uh, upper floor windows are going to be prime places for them to try and find ways to get in the home. So that's the first step is just pest proofing your home. If people are interested, we have an excellent fact sheet uh, available on the UK entomology website on how to pest proof uh, their homes. The second thing is if they've had reoccurring problems with, with these and they want to use an insecticide, there are uh, what we call barrier insecticide treatments that can be around, used around the outside of the home. There, there's some very specific things that you need to do with that, but you know, up underneath the eaves, uh, around the soffits, uh, those, those are places where uh, the stink bugs are gonna congregate and you can get some control with some of those barrier sprays. Okay, so it's, it's, there are some good insecticides that will work to help prevent that. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a, a number of good ones, uh, yes. And so uh, just, uh, you know, go to the, the local garden center or hardware store, look for insecticides that are, that are uh, labeled for use as barrier sprays around the outside of homes. Okay. Uh, most of those are going to be pyrethroids, and all those pyrethroids are very effective against the stink bug. Okay. That sounds good. Do you have anything else that you would like to add as far as how to uh, help with these fall invaders and you know are we seeing any new invaders that we might watch for or anything like that? Well it, uh, it, I, I think those two are the primary fall invaders but we do have some other insects that get into the house at different times of the year you know one would be uh, one group would be the millipedes they're not truly insects uh, they're uh, thousand leggers but in the, in the summer, uh, occasionally we do see large numbers trying to get into homes. Uh, with that insect, uh, they really like moisture. They can be driven when we have high temperatures or dry conditions, or even flooding can move them towards structures. And when they do come, they can come by the thousands. Uh, you know, some of the things that have really helped with uh, some of the millipedes, making sure that you have good sweeps underneath your door. So these, these are coming very low on the foundation. Making sure cracks and crevices in your foundation are caulked and well sealed. Uh, and uh, uh, even with your garage and your garage door, making sure you have a, a proper door sweep underneath your garage. Uh, if they do get into the home, they die very quickly. Our homes are much too dry for them, but still you end up with the number of dead carcasses. In, in the home that uh, can be a problem. But uh, a lot of times it's just making sure that we don't have the uh, pathways where they can enter into our homes. Okay. Well, Dr. Beston, if you don't have anything else for us, we uh, appreciate you joining us today. Um, as always, I always like to give a shout out for our extension resources. We have tons of fact sheets. And if you have any question of what kind of bug you have in your home, if I can't identify it, I can usually shoot you a quick picture and we can get that identified and make sure that what we're dealing with first and we can get you a lot better prognosis that way. So we appreciate you joining us and um, thanks for being on. 
Okay. It was great. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Rock Egg Podcast. If you'd like more information on the content of this podcast, please contact Garrett Coffee at the Rockcastle County Extension Office. Make sure and like, subscribe, and share this podcast.